Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Jesus, lover of my soul. Jesus, I will never let you go. It's taking me from the miry clay. It's a blessing, and from the prayer time that we had, the week of prayer, and after that, the all nights that we have had, we've been praying about um, enlargement and advancement. And I believe that God is enlarging, and God is advancing, and God is pushing you forward in your life, advancing you in your life. And you are making progress in every area of your life. As we serve God, God bless those who go out, but center leaders who are out there organizing people, carrying people, um, teaching them, encouraging them, bringing them to church, 
And as we do all that work, the evangelisms and the soulings and everything, God is also in the business of blessing us. God is always blessing and God is always advancing. You don't go to God so that he will demote you. And you don't follow God for your demotion. You go to God, you follow God, and you serve God, and God advances you and enhances you and makes you better than you would have been. You know, if those who have been serving God from their heart and for some time, usually when you see them, you see some brightness around them. You see life around them. You see change with them. And the obvious thing also is that God makes them look different. I mean, look at the pastors sitting here. Look at all of them. Are you pastors? You are what? What? Aspiring. Okay. Do you see? God makes you different from where you come from. It's a certain way, but you stand out and you are different. Oh, I'm telling you. Sometimes you are not the oldest, but soon you become like the oldest of all the children in the house. I was just, um, just making myself happy. Um, I introduced my big sister. I come after her one two, three, if she's number one, I'm number five. Yes. So then I said, this is my kid sister. And um, somebody, her husband was there. So I said, hey, I'm sorry. I, I didn't intend for you to hear. He said, no, it's okay. Because the way it is, you are the man and also for what you do and who you are. You are the oldest. So if you say so, it is correct. It's been given to you. He agreed that I'm the oldest of them. But what I'm saying is that you may not even be. But because of your engagement with God and what you are doing with God, it makes you perhaps the most responsible looking, not looking, the most responsible person, and when there's an issue and you come and advise on it or talk about it, they want your opinion. Your father, your father has been calling you. Yeah. He, he wants to do this. What do you think about it? Yeah. But, I mean, well, if I say something, it, I may say something bad, but how you were before and how you were going round, 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 in the world. Yes, make a past. You see, you don't like the past, so he doesn't want anything to be said about the past. That's why I didn't want to. How, how things were in those days, if it continued like that, would he have called you? That's the question I'm asking. Macamboni. People don't want anything about the past. But you see, the past also makes us understand the present and look into the future. And yes, appreciate is the word. I'm surprised that for once you have got a better word than me. Nyame kane se. Se nye nyame. Eno yi ufi vibimu. Eba yo chenji wo. Oma uye different kind of person. But you were just around up. What were you doing before? You were waiting to travel. That was all that you were doing at the time. You came to church. So what are you doing? I'm waiting to travel. He would have been waiting up to this time to travel. It's rather coming to serve God. He has been going and coming. And he's going again soon. And at the time he wanted to go, he wasn't going to be going and coming. To go and stay. That's all. 
That's what he wanted to do. But God had, God saved him and had a better plan for you. God has a better plan for you. Yes. Said that, is that like, go once and vanish. Which is the usual this thing. He goes and comes. He's about to go and come. He's gone. You'll be going and coming like that. You won't shout a big amen for that one. I receive it. I receive it. I tell you. So God makes you far better. The honor. Even if people won't call you honorable. And you don't even need to be called honorable. Look at them reverence with this. It's an honor. Yeah. This is, that's God's calling. So God is making you greater and better and nicer and more beautiful than you would have been. The respect and the awe of your presence. Money is great. But it's not also all about money. Yeah. Although it is also true that the blessing of God, it makes you rich. Is that not so? The blessing of God maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. So that is also a blessing that you have. But sometimes when you don't understand things very well, you think that all that matters in life and all that is needed in life is money. But you would realize that you can have money without blessings. Have you solved the electricity problem? Huh? You are writing that is solved, but when you go there, it's not solved. What systematically, and you put a notice that the thing has been solved, everybody should go and buy the thing when it's not there. You are warned. We will pond you in the church for creating electricity problems. Wow. So don't, don't let money be like the paramount thing in your life. Rather look for blessings. Because the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. And when you are blessed, you are blessed. You are blessed in every area of your life. And you are blessed at any time. But you are not just somebody who is holding money without blessing. And in our short life, we have also known people who had money and maybe without blessing. And what happened to them? They are there with doctors attending to them. The next time you hear is that they are dead. Who are private doctor? Public doctor. Who is your doctor? You don't have a doctor. You are just around. People are there. They are house. They are doctors taking care of them all the time. The next thing you hear is that they are dead. Yeah. We like iPhone, I this, I the person who invented the thing. He just died with all the millions and billions of dollars. Couldn't save a man's life. Do you see? So I'm talking about blessings that will be more than money. I know that. If God makes a mistake and he puts money here and blessing here, and you are called, say, take one of them. I mean, because of what I'm saying right now, if I ask you, you will give me an answer. But I'm paramparapane, the blessing, see her. Yeah, yeah, Pesca, Edia Koyedema, what's a blessing? Blessing, I didn't, yeah. But where they are, me who say, you scar, meet me, they are talking. 
Namachi, and I said, which we did sit there and I said, make a restaurant. I know what this, but this one, I don't know what it will do. But that is what you need. God calls you to bless you. And the blessing of the Lord maketh rage and addeth no sorrow with it. In Proverbs 10, 22. That's why I love blessings. There was a serious fight between Jacob and Esau. And Jacob ran away because Esau was intent on killing. He will kill the boy, his brother. Yes. And the difference is in Genesis 27. You can read it. The, the, what had happened at the time, the only thing that happened was that Esau was supposed to go and receive blessing from the dying father. And before he could come from his uh, uh, engagements and things, prepare the food and give to the father, not this Jacob, also called a supplanter, a deceiver, with the help of the mother, were functioning like this. To go and um, impersonate his brother and take their blessing. So when Esau came back and he went to the father, he said, ah, but you came here and I've blessed you. He said, no, I'm not coming. Then he said, oh, then somebody came. Who is that? Then it's your brother Jacob. The guy was wroth to kill. Not because Jacob took the father's uh, buildings or bank account or anything. The only thing is that he took the blessing. The buildings were still there. The father's business was there. The father's bank accounts were there. The treasury bills and other investments were all there. The only thing Jacob had taken that they want to kill him is that he has taken blessing. But Esau also understood the value of blessing. He said, hey, the greatest thing and the important thing is what this guy has taken. I will not agree. Yes. Just spoken words. He just spoke. Spoke blessing. Put that scripture for me. For, no, no. Yes, he has taken my birthright, and now he has taken the blessing that was reserved. But let's read the blessing that was given to him. So look at this. And Esau said unto his father, Has thou but one blessing, my father? Just one for me, oh, my father. And Esau lifted up his voice, and he wept. Just say something, one for me. How many love blessings? May God bless your life. May your life be characterized by blessing. You are blessed on the left and you are blessed on the right and you are blessed going forward. You are blessed staying where you are. You are blessed in the job that you do. You are blessed in your profession. You are blessed in your ministry. You are blessed in whatever your hand will touch to do. It will only end up in blessing because it's your hand that is touching it. It's a blessed hand. And may you always abound in blessing. Yeah. Blessings are powerful. Uh, go sit down. Go back on the scripture. I want to read the blessing. I love it. Uh, verse him. Where is Pastor Sedu? He's gone to America or what? He's gone to Afiyama. Okay. Verse um, 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 Verse 27. Okay, therefore, verse 27, verse 27, I, I got it. And he came near and kissed him and smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him. Do you see bless him? Do you like bless him? Bless him and said, see the smell of my son is as the smell of field which the Lord has blessed. Hmm. The first time, like God created man, Genesis 1, 28, and God made them, and he said that God blessed them and said, be fruitful. 
blessing. Now look, and no, no, no. Therefore, God give thee of the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine. I mean, that and this is how they measured riches. Corn and wine. Do you love blessings? Oh, you love money? If they put money here, dollars, I'll say, ha, ha, ha. And they put blessings. I don't know if we have the blessing will be represented. And they say, choose one. I bet you, even in spite of my preaching. <laughs> in spite of all that I've seen. Therefore, God gives thee the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth. Dew of heaven. A show in Tungu so all the time. That every time you need the showers of heaven, the dew of heaven, they were farmers at the time. So they needed the dew of heaven to produce what they had to produce. They said, the dew of heaven, may you never lack it. Blessings from heaven, never lack it. And then the fatness of the earth, that means what you plant, let it come out and yield fat. We need farm, but we are juma. We go up and down. We go up now, back down. May there be great increase and great results that come to you. Plenty of corn and wine, food to eat. Those days they were drinking wine. I don't know about now. I can't say that. Get drink more wine. Let people serve thee. And let nations bow down to thee. Have you seen a poor person that nations will bow down to the person? The blessing is more powerful than money, I'm telling you. Ah. Nations bow down to thee. And what? Be Lord over thy brethren. (laughs) And let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that cursed thee. And blessed be he that blessed thee. Like, <laughs> you are so blessed that if somebody jokes with you, the person is in trouble. He said, the person that will curse you, he himself rather should be cursed. And the person that blesses you, you'll be blessed. And this is Jacob, also called Israel. Which is the Israel we know? So don't joke with them. Are you there? Don't joke with them at all. Me, I support them everywhere, even football. I support Israel. Yes. When I see them playing, my support goes to them fully. When they score them, it pains me. It's true. And he said what? Jacob, and it came to pass as soon as Isaac had made an end of day that uh, this guy came. So this is all. Oh, this is the reason why a man is going to kill his brother. And this is what changed Jacob's life for good. Now, as we move, and we are still in the prophetic regime, and God is starting or beginning new things in your life and this month you begin to see Hmm? do you believe it do you believe it Hmm. do you expect new things in your life or you just like the old things that have been there now new Something that has not been is what God is bringing to you. And you have to expect 
new things. Let me read the scripture for you. Behold, now, Isaiah 43, 18. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Some things are former. Some situations are former. Things that have existed and persisted and have been around, would, you would refer to them as the former situation. There's somebody here that says something about your life. You want it to pass quickly. It is passing now. It is now called former. That's your former way of life. Verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. How many expect a new thing? Behold, I will do a new thing. This is... Today is the conclusion of the convention. Yes, I told you. And all this is part of it. Behold, I will do a new thing. Whatever evil situation has persisted in your life, I hear the Lord saying, Behold, I will do a new thing. I am doing a new thing. I'm bringing a new thing. I'm changing it. 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 Ninth month is the month of birth labor, pains, and everything. But 10th month is the month of enjoying what has been born, what you have given birth to. That's the time that you hold the baby and you say, baby, careful, and sing all the songs and everything that is there. So if we have gone through the period of the birth and everything, this is the season and the time to begin to experience the manifestations of the very blessings of God and the very presence of God and the very power of God and the new thing that God is doing. This is the time and I prophesy in your life that you're experiencing that new thing at this time in the name of Jesus. It will not be pending anymore. And you be still change. But this is the time. fine. But this is the time that in this month you begin to experience the new thing that God is bringing forth in your life. There's something new in the heavenlies for you. He said. Now it shall spring forth. Now. 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 When is it springing forth? Now. Now it shall spring forth. Now it shall spring forth. There's somebody here. There's a prayer you have been praying from the beginning of the year. And this is the word of God. Now it shall spring forth. Now it shall spring forth. Now it shall spring forth. It shall not tarry. It is the manifestation of the very blessings and presence and provisions and the power of God. Manifestation. And he said, shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I like this part very much because it talks about impossibilities. The wilderness is a vast area that is lying there. You don't know. There's no road 
going anywhere. There's no direction to any place. If you are lost, that's how God was able to keep the people of Israel in the wilderness for 40 years. Because road signs be anyhow. This place is 100 kilometers from here. When you are lost, you are lost. But he said, I will make a way. Maybe in your life, there's a part of your life, it looks like you are lost. You don't know what is the way. Whether you are going this way, you are going that way, and where you are going to arrive. But he said, I will make a way for you in the wilderness, and I will create rivers in the desert. There's no water in the desert. There's nothing over there. Even if you just see a pool of water somewhere that they will call oasis. But a river in the desert, I don't know where it is. But God said that even if the situation is like a desert, I'm making a river to water that desert for you. And the desert will begin to bring forth. Even the desert. Don't worry if you don't believe certain Me, It's my duty to tell you. Me, I believe in certain That's why I'm standing here. My life is about believing. And it's about the grace of God. Because I'm nothing nowhere. I was born in a place where there are no human beings. I can't even go there now. Because it's a forest. Farmhouse. But I believe. I don't know why God put in my heart to like him or know him. I met somebody. Eh? Then the person made a comment. When he got to know that I'm a pastor, then he said, she said, no doubt. No doubt you are a pastor. I said, why do you say no doubt? Why do you say no doubt? She knew me in Saito. Do you know Saito? Yes, after primary school and middle school, a friend Saito. Yes. Early days of life. And then she reminded me, there was a teacher who the afternoons, I don't know when, would sit people down and be teaching scriptures, not read Bible. And she said that the teacher was, I was one of the main people who was always there for the Bible studies at the time. I didn't know what I was doing. But when she said it, then I remembered. I even remembered the teacher's name, Miss Quimby. It's her name. Yes. And I enjoyed it. Right from there, when I went to secondary school, my first, and I landed, I was a day student, first term, second term, third term, when I landed, I don't know, straight to SU. That's why I gave my life to Christ. And I flowed on from there. So it's like God put something in me to just like him so that he will have a good reason to help me in my life. He wanted to help me. But while my mind may follow no no help, my people like you will complain. So he put that thing in me. I don't know. I I don't know how, but I just went. My friend said, S you. Okay, let's go. I don't even remember what, but I remember there was some altar call then. I just went. He put it in me. God, if you are here, God has put in your heart to like him. And you must like him beyond a certain ordinary point. Well, like God. Like God, then you give him a good reason. A good excuse to organize your life for you. I'm sure even Satan will go and complain to God, why have you blessed this person? When God blessed Job, Satan understood why Job was blessed. He knew. 
And he didn't complain about he's a bad person. He said, oh, if you like, just take the blessing away. And you see that he will change. So he agreed that the guy is a good person. Is this, that, that, that's why he's blessed. But in his temptation, change the situation and see what will happen. But give God a reason. Will you give God a reason? Give God a reason. Give God an excuse and shame the devil so that when God blesses you, even the devil cannot come and complain because the devil knows you. He knows who you are. He knows how you love God. He knows how you serve God. He knows how you run after God. He knows how you give to God. He knows all that you do. When you are blessed, he knows that that is the natural response of God to everyone that loves him and everyone that comes after him. Sit down, please. My message is what Jacob teaches us about tithing. Why is this important in this period? It's important because tithing is the key to a certain blessing in your life. It's the door that your blessings will walk through and come to you. That's why in Malachi, Malachi 3.10, um, the Bible calls it window. He said there's a window. He said that bring ye all the tithes and the offerings into the storehouse of the Lord and prove me now herewith if I will not open unto you the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings. So there's a window. And tithes and offerings open the window. We will be a we offerings we be And blessings passes through that and it comes to you. So what the Bible is saying is that you do this and try me. If I will not open the windows, that means if you don't do it, what has happened to the window? The window is closed. So when you do it, then I will open the windows and make sure that the blessings pour out. There's a window. So your window, no. Is it open or closed? Like this and like that. With 16 mm or 20 mm iron rod. It's like nobody should enter into this place. May you, by your tithe and your offerings, open windows of heaven for yourself. The windows that have been closed, certain financial blessings and other blessings don't come to you. We are learning from Jacob the importance of that. Opening it. Yeah. And you must believe. Wow. I gave in 2 Kings, it's Kings, chapter 7, another place where they were talking about food and good things coming, and they mentioned windows. I read it. Is that not so? Elijah said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. The, the prophet is speaking. Tomorrow, about this time, a measure of fine flour will be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Verse 2. Then a lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man, maybe he was the finance minister or something, the man of God, and said, Behold, if the Lord will make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with the eye, but shall not eat thereof. So this guy who doesn't believe anything is saying something that already exists. If the Lord is said that thing is so fantastic 
That even if the Lord opens windows, can this thing be? But the Lord said that if you do your tithe and your offering, I will open windows for you. Yes. So the window this unbeliever man is talking about is real and is there. May you now cause heaven to open those windows and pour you out blessing that there shall not be room enough to keep it. Genesis 28. After these things, I was talking about Jacob and Esau, you remember. So Jacob ran away and had different experiences, including dreaming, seeing angels, ascending, and just descending. Verse 16, after the dream. And Jacob awaked out of his sleep, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put, his, uh, put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. Pouring oil is like a sacrifice to God. And he called the name of the place Bethel, but the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And remember that the temple was built in Bethel as well. It was a place of worship. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God, and this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And it became God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. Amen. That's tithe. The other service were looking at Abraham and tithing. This one is Jacob and tithing. But the point is that Nobody had taught them about tithe. Tithe was taught in the law. The subject of tithing. Moses is the one who taught about it and spoke a lot of things. But before then, God put it in their heart. Because God was looking for the opportunity to bless Abraham. And the opportunity to bless Jacob. So then he put it in his heart that there's something called tithing. If you do that, you give me a reason to bless you. Are you there? Yeah. Is your window still closed? Is it open? Is it closed? Is it open? Is it closed? Cecilia, is it open? When he tried okay, sometimes we went to and it's open. God put it in his heart so that you have a reason to bless him. Now, he said, if God will take me where I'm going, if God will give me bread to eat, if God will give me raiment to put on, if God will bring me back into this place, then everything that I have or what he will give me, I'll give, and, uh, give, me, uh, I'll give to the Lord the tenth. I'll give the tithe. So what we are learning over here, number one, is Jacob recognizes that if you have bread to eat or raiment to put on or be able to do his journey and come back safely, it comes from God. It's only God who will make that possible. And he recognizes that this thing is from God. That's why he said that if God will give me food to eat. If God will give me a dress to wear. If God, he did, will never recognize that, look, I'm a hard worker and I'm going to work and make my money. But 
But when he went, did he work hard? Read the Bible. He worked very hard. Every time the blessing is coming to him, then they will change the conditions. But he didn't depend on that. He depended on God supplying. Ah, me me ko school na me ni madenti na me teacher every month yetu yameka. Ah, it's because my head is good. No, it is God's provision. If you recognize everything you have as God's provision, it will not be difficult for you to give to God what belongs to God. But because you see it as your own work and your own hand has wrought this thing for you and your own wisdom and your own ability and your own power, why do you give to God what he has not produced or what he has not provided? If God provided it, I always have this thing. I remember it, uh, I was seen somewhere, there was a small boy in the house. You come, maybe you have biscuit, then you give to him. He's very happy. Then I'll call him Kofi. Ah, me a friend Kofi. <laughs> give me some of the biscuits. He said, No, I won't give you a bit. So you can go and buy some for yourself. That's what he will tell you. And that's how we behave. That God gives us, and he said that what I'm giving you, there is a part of it, that one is mine. So I'm giving it to you, bring my part to me. When you get it, you say, what have you done for me that I should give it to you? I'm not giving nothing. That's why the blessings don't flow. That the blessings don't come. That's why the windows are not opening for the blessings. Prove me now here with if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings. Blessings pour out. It's never in vain. So that is Jacob's recognition that this thing is from God. So it must be that what is for God, I must give it to him. And I pray for you that you would learn this and make it part of you and not think you see people out there will talk the pastor they are cheating you they are doing this and people have all kinds of journalists who interview pastors about tithing and try to paint the 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 most the heinous pictures about pastors and tithing as a way of making money and thing. But when I read the Bible, I see it as a way that God has made so that you have a reason to bless. Give God a reason to bless you. Give God a reason to bless you. Yes. Give God a good reason to bless you. In this month, behold, the new things, behold, you will see it. You will know it. You will see it. You will know it. You will see it. The changes that will come, you will know it. You will see it. You will know it. And you see it that God is actually doing something new in your life. Say amen. amen. Now, let's look at, finally, how God responded and how God blessed him in chapter 32. The same Genesis. Are you alive? Maybe. So, he went to Laban, his uncle, stayed there for years, married two sisters um, on seven years service for each of them, had children, and now he was coming back. Let me just read. And Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him, and when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host, and he called the name of the place Mahane. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, that shall you speak unto Esau, but let me move on. And uh, then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed for his brother. And he divided the people that was with him and the flocks and the heads and the camels into two bands. And said, 
if Esau come to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said, he's praying, O God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which saith unto me, return unto thy country and to thy kindred. And I am not worthy of the least of the mercies. If somebody said, pay tight, he said, hey, do you know how much I earn that I should pay tight? Do you know how I work hard? But Jacob said what? I am not worthy of the least of your mercies. Like, in qualify. And of the and um, of all the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servant. For with my staff I pass over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. When he was running away, he only had his staff. He had nothing. Only a staff. By the time he was coming back from the journey, he had two companies. He divided, he said the wealth was so great. He had people, flocks, sheep, everything. He divided the thing into two. One band here and one. If Esau comes and attacks this, then he can escape with the other one. He still has schemes. When you are faithful with God in terms of your tithing, he makes you big. He makes you great. Even the gift that he brought to his brother, it wasn't a small thing. Maybe somebody's life work was a gift. God makes you. So when we see Jacob, 28, he goes there, 29, 30, 31 works, and then God says, come back. And we see what he is worth. Is it not Jacob that when they make the agreement and said that they called this and they, um, they spotted and they said they are the ones to be yours. And they are very few. They come once a while. After that, every ship that will give birth is for because it's spotted and it's straight. That's the power that tithing can do. Changes. Said that he became very rich. He was coming back very rich. He could divide the thing and one is so huge and the other. He organized gift. I don't think we read that one. Plenty of things. May God now lift you up. Amen. And listen to me. I feel it deep in my spirit that it is a time of lifting people up and ordinary people are becoming great people. Ordinary people are becoming great people. And re remember that when God calls you and when you follow God, the idea, the mind that he has is that he wants to push you forward. God didn't call you to come so that he will impoverish you or to come so that he will make you sick or come so that he will kill you or come so that things will not go well for you. As you follow him with your heart, and as you follow him with everything in you, his mind is that, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. That is the mind of God, and that is the work of God for you. If only you allow him by doing your part. I'm bringing this thing very strongly upon all the blessings and upon all the prophetic words and the prayers that you have prayed for advancement and enlargement in the past that don't be your own enemy but get by acting in a way that your own window is closed against you but be the one that will help God and give God a reason give God a reason give God a reason give God a reason to bless you Yes, give God a reason to bless you.
You don't have to be a rich person to be a good giver. But you have to be a person with a heart for giving. Yeah. Many rich people don't give anyway. But a heart. If you can do it in a little way, you can also do it in a great way. But even when the thing is little in your hand, you can't give. Then when it becomes great, a bear say your tithe is 10,000 and you put it there. But I know people who pay tithe, when they pay one tithe, it's like 100 or 200 people have paid tithe. And I said that these people, they really, this person really believe God. Yes. Because they put huge money, boom! Because I didn't shake it like that. Yes. They know that they have come. Will you be able to do that? Yeah. It's more difficult to give 10,000 than to give 1,000. Even no matter what you have. Rich people. I was talking with somebody yesterday. Uncle is a rich man. He said, oh, you wanted to help me at a point. So why didn't you help you? Why didn't he help you? He said, even the help is like, I should do this and do that and do that. Like, on first can a mouth free, said, Jifako school and Afako ye wig. No. And so, Musa Wankasa, what did he say that you said, do this and do that? Let me see first before. If I'll help you, I'll decide. Uh, rich people. I was working with a guy. He was doing something for me. And then he went to do the same service to a vet, one of the richest people you can hear of in Ghana. So when he left me for a while and came back, I said, oh, but by this time you must be very rich. Where you went? He said, oh, nothing. The man even owes me the, the fee that he does the thing for me. I pay him all the time. The rich man has not paid him. He owes him. So, because we train why a rich and son why a new one say, oh yeah, onya, ofi minkebu, onye ofi. Lift your hands to the Lord. Stand, everybody. May God enlarge your tent and your coasts. May you become the surprise of your family. They never thought you end up like this. They never thought you come up like this. They never thought you were the one to become this kind of person that you have become. Never thought of it. Never expected. Even maybe they have spoken and said that as for you, nothing good will come out of you. But by your obedience to God and your obedience to the things of God and the things we are talking about in terms of your giving and your ability to respond to God and be like like, like, like Jacob to say that of all that you give me, I will give a tenth of it back to you. If you can have this, May God now begin to see yes. your faithfulness. Mapolia. He said, I came across this place. Mm. I had only a staff. A staff is a walking stick. But as I'm coming back, look yes, at Lord. all the wealth that I am hey. bringing in. May God, May God, the one who gives to you, yes, yes. Lord. bring you back to the same place Amen. where you were before, Amen. where you started before, Amen. where they didn't respect you Amen. before, where they didn't expect anything Amen. out of you. And may you now come back yes, Lord. With, wealth. with wealth, great company, great great company of, human of human beings, great company great of, children. of children, great company of great flock, wow. great company of sheep, Prophesy. great company Prophesy. of every Amen. good thing every that God will give you. May God make millionaires. Amen. Prophesy. Come on, Dalaba. Rabu.
God is looking for a type of heart. And I pray that you have that type of heart. And when you have that heart, then God will see that heart. And God will bless that heart. God will see that heart. And God will bless that heart. I see people who are traveling up and down. Traveling up and down. They are going and they are coming. They are going and they are coming. They are not the type that will go once and never come back. They are going and they are coming. They are going and they are coming. And you are joining that group of those who fly out and fly in. I am out for a week. I'm out for one month and I'm coming back. I see people that love God that are taking the work of God to a certain level and said that I will support the work and I'll give toward the work and I'll give toward the kingdom and heaven is recognizing the gift that you are bringing in and the blessing is following the blessing the blessing Prophesy. May God heal your heart of self. Never to have in your mind. I want to have a lot of things so that I can enjoy life. But to give you the heart, I want to have what I'll have so that I can help with the work of God. That should be the mind. Prophesy. The oil of prosperity. Yes, Lord. It's already flowing in this place. Amen. And it's upon oil, you too. The oil of prosperity. The oil of prosperity. Yes, Lord. It's already flowing here. It's hey. flowing now. And it's upon you. Yes, oh, yes. That's why these hands of yours oh, are anointed hands. Hey, I receive and what it. you start to do, yes. it shall prosper. Amen. And it shall do well. Yes, Prophesy. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. For your grace, for your grace. and your mighty help. Mighty. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Now close your eyes. You are not born again. You are here, but you are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus. I want to pray a prayer of sanctification set aside for God. You say, Pastor, pray for me. I want my name to be written in the book of life. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Help me. Yes, I want to help you. As every eye is closed, you need Jesus. Lift up your hand to me like this, your right hand. Say, I need Jesus. I need this prayer so that my name will be written in the book of life. So that I will not go to hell, but I will go to heaven. Your right hand up. Your right hand up. Your right hand up. Mount Sasso, Peseldo, Humeradi, Jesu Christo, Emetrawa, Kumemunon, Sacral, Nian True, Dimon, Kwamumenim, Senebe, I won't call hell. Obeco, heaven, Mount Sasso, Name Mompai Mount. What Mount Sasso are to Anamona, Brenim has said, Bejan has said, Come, let's come, come to me right here. 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 I'm praying for you. Jesus will come into your heart. Your life will be changed from today. Your life is changing from today. Your life is changing from today. Your life is changing from today. Father, bless these ones with a blessing from heaven. Say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my heart today. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Amen. Now lift up your hands for your blessing. Oh, yes. May you walk out of here oh. carrying loads yes, Lord. of blessing on your life. Amen. Healings. Yes, Lord. Provision. Provisions, Lord. Miracles. Miracles, oh God. Answers. Answers. 
what you have been looking for, the answer that you have been looking for to your prayer. This is the time. Receive answered prayers. You are blessed with answered prayers. We are blessed with favorable responses. You are blessed with good outcomes and good results. Whatever is an unfortunate situation in your life, today it is changed for good. It is changed forever. And God is turning it into a favorable one. Behold! I will do a new thing. As you walk out of this place, in this month of October, may you experience new things. May this month bring forth new things. 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 If you ever found yourself in the wilderness, may a way be made and direction be given to you. If you ever found yourself hey, in a hey, desert situation, may rivers, rivers now begin to flow hey, in that desert yes, dream. Oh, yes, and, flow, and, flow, and flow and flow and flow and flow and flow until it becomes hey, a fruitful field. Hey, and the fruitful field yes, be regarded Lord. as a forest. Amen. That's your portion. Amen. And that's your blessing. This month of October, new life. New life. And you see it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap for Jesus. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry.